You're listening to the SEO for Photographers podcast by Fuel Your Photos. In each episode, Dylan and Corey discuss topics that will help you get more clicks from Google. Ready to rank? Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. We have an emergency episode due to the news that Flow Themes is shutting down their website support in one year. There's also been a clarification since we recorded this live in the Facebook group yesterday that you will not be able to edit any Flex content after September 24th, 2024. So with that being said, here is the podcast. Dylan, man, it's been a crazy 24 hours since this uh, news came out. Um, I don't think it was supposed to come out yet. I think you helped break it to the world. (laughs) Unfortunately. Whoops. Yeah. Like, I mean, someone else posted about it first and had exactly. a freakout started, but uh, yeah. it was a summary. What, what what are we talking about here? Well, I think it all starts a few years ago where Pixie said acquired flow themes and we kind of knew that was coming, um, that move a little bit. But I think back at that time, uh, there had been a lot of like behind closed doors meetings and different possibilities with how flow themes would handle this. And the future of flow themes was very unclear. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people now are like saying like, I called it, I knew that this is what's how this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, this is probably like most likely like Pixie said acquired flow themes for their flex editor. Yeah. Primarily and secondarily to get that large user base and try to funnel as many of those people onto the Pixie set web platform as possible and get them in, under that Pixie set, like all encompassing subscription. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like the flex editor and that particular part of the, you know, technology IP was a huge part of why they decided it was a good thing to make this deal. But there's also the brand that flow themes had built for the specific aesthetic for photography websites that they were known for and that they are known for still the reason I think a lot of people are using them is because of the designs that they created. And if you look at some of the more recent pixie set designs, you can see clearly they've brought over part of that team. Um, They have some of the same sort of design aesthetic. It's not exactly the same. They're working with different constraints and it will continue to evolve over time, I'm sure. But, you know, they didn't want to just like copy flow themes and say, you know, we're going to make the sites that look just like flow themes. I, I think they wanted to acquire the whole package of like, hey, we love what flow themes is doing with websites and we want our offering to look like that. Let's just buy them and we'll make our offering look like that. I think there was a, uh, I know that Ross was really fighting hard to keep the WordPress operation going. They had a huge team that was working on things. And I, I think, I mean, from our um, conversations with Ross and the Flow Themes team uh, years ago before the acquisition, really the Flex editor was just starting to get to the point where we were like, okay, okay. Y'all are doing something right now, and we could get behind this from an SEO perspective. The fact that they were building a um, drag and drop flex editor that could be inserted as a block into WordPress. I'm sure we'll talk about blocks more later. Yeah, Um, that was great. Like, I think they were on. I feel like Flow Themes was just hitting their stride with modern WordPress right before the acquisition. And so that's why they were fighting to keep it open. They're like, can we keep this alive? Can this be a separate offering? from pixie set where you know people still want to use wordpress and want to use modern wordpress but you know there's also the option of pixie set which can have a similar sort of builder and be a proprietary platform 
But uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you? I okay. Here's a here's another question for you. What do you think is going to happen next based on the feedback that has happened from this announcement? Do you think that anything will change or do you think they'll just kind of move forward exactly as they've described in the announcement? I think that they're hoping that people just kind of forget that this happened, forget that they're mad at Pixie set um, and just they move on. Like I, I think Pixie sets a big enough company and they're just going to treat it like any other big company when they deal with bad news. And they're just like, maybe a public statement, like, Hey, we should have handled this a little bit differently. Sorry about that. Right. And then like, anyways, sign up for pixie set. Right. <laughs> like, uh, they're not, they're not going to bring back the flow themes team that is no longer part of like, they're no longer active. Like right. they're not going to bring back support. They're not going to all of a sudden have a pixie set WordPress option. Like, right. I think they were hoping that maybe they could continue to build it along with the way that they're building flex editor for pixie set. But realistically yeah. to stay up to date with modern WordPress, I mean, even right now with the way that things are changing with block themes, there was going to need to be some refactoring. You're going to need to like reimagine things constantly to have a WordPress product that stays uh, at the top of the market. And I think they're realizing that's a whole separate company. Right. Like yeah. we're not going to maintain a company that has the mission to create beautiful modern WordPress websites for photographers because that's a different mission than the Pixie Set mission. And I think that now it just doesn't make sense to do both. And I think it would take a lot of convincing to keep them to, you know, have both available. And I just think it did make sense for their business. I wish that they would have figured out how to make that happen. And I think they tried. I think they I think they hired some people that were intended to do that I'm not i don't want to like put any blame or anything on any particular people i'm just saying i think that there were some intentions to keep things going um but i just don't think that it worked out exactly in that way yeah uh, okay so here's a big question that needs to be answered and by the way if you're watching this live feel free to ask questions uh in the comments we would be happy to address some of the specific concerns we've already got some things that we can look at as far as quick questions that have been posted but give them again to us in the comments if you're watching live so that we can um you know answer specifically what you're concerned about but i would like to start off with if you are currently a flow themes user and let's just assume for now that you are a pronto all-in-one um, user because if you're a, a legacy flow themes user actually you know what let's just start with that real quick yeah um, just to get that out of the way if you're a legacy flow themes user you've got one of the older themes um, before pronto you probably should have already been looking for a, a new solution um, but even then real quick what, what are your thoughts on the viability of one of those themes going into the future how long do you have before you're like really worried or are you already really worried about that yeah. I, I, last time I checked on this, I was really worried. So I don't think they've, <laughs> I think your, your biggest problem there is that they were outdated when they released them to some extent. Um, they were kind of behind the ball with even like the versions of PHP that they supported with those themes. Yeah. Um, and so many hosts like don't allow you to run those because they don't allow that old of a PHP to be ran on their servers. Like, right. yeah. So you need, you need to get get off the old old flow themes as soon as possible in my opinion yeah okay so what if you're on pronto i mean i've, I've talked yeah. to actually just yesterday in our um membership office hour someone was showing me their um staging site that they had built on pronto and it was they're getting ready to go live i know people have just purchased in the last few days Week. is there yeah. um is there a viable 
path forward to continue to use Pronto and how long do you think people have on that? So I think the big question that Flow Themes themselves hasn't really answered yet is that you have to have the active subscription to edit any content that's inside your Flexbox or Flex Builder. And I'm assuming, like it would be so wild if they didn't do this, but I'm assuming they're going to remove that need for the active subscription or mark all of their existing subscriptions as active going forward so people can still use that flex builder and you're not just like your site's uneditable in one year um, because that would just be wild to me okay outside of that you're going to start to deal with the same issues with like wordpress updates and uh, if there are any vulnerabilities or any issues with the plugin that exist it's not going to see continued development so like mm -hmm that's going to be pretty risky at some point. And then obviously their support is just like, it's already been on a downward slope in the last few months. And then I think today they're, they're like, we're no longer answering any questions in the Facebook group, do it all through our email. And then like, it's just going to continue to be like, I, I doubt they're going to be able to keep up with tech support. I think it's going to be like a downward slope. So, yeah. It's interesting though. What what kinds of things would cause technical issues with a Flow Theme site that might require support or updates? Um, do people need to be worried that that's going to happen? Is there like I have seen some people posting WordPress could make an update and your site could just go down anytime. <laughs> I don't know if that's like exactly how I would say it. Um, what do you think about that? Is that is that accurate? Mm, it's hard. I hang on. I'm having an audio issue. Uh, no keep going. I think I just need to fix my headphones. Okay. So from my perspective, it's a tough, it's a tough question to answer because while there, there have been updates to flow or issues with flow themes in the past where like they needed to update their plugin or theme to unbreak people's sites. Those have been somewhat rare. Um, so yeah, like you're probably okay. It's just not something that I'd want to risk on my own site. Okay. Sorry, I missed most of that, but um, yeah, it sounds like I got the the last little bit of it there um, that you wouldn't want to risk it. Um, but how, you're right. Yeah. Did you give a time frame for like what you think, you know, if you had a flow theme site right now on Pronto, um, how soon would you be wanting to get off of that? So if it was me, um, I'd probably really utilize this off season <laughs> to my advantage. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's like, oh, I need to sign up for a staging site like or pop up a staging site today and then like start building tomorrow. Like, I think that that's a, a bit alarmist. Um, I think if you're happy with your flow theme site as it exists now, you're mo more, more than likely going to be okay for the next six to eight months. Um, Obviously, they're saying that they have a year of support, but I, I wouldn't be banking on that being super effective. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you you might have eight to twelve months of time to even start working on your new site. Um, yeah, it's not a huge, like, five alarm fire that you need to go put out right now. Yeah, I think uh, WordPress. Uh... The, the next uh, big release, I think 6.4 is going to be, or that's, that's not right. Is that right? The, the, yeah. The next yeah. big release will be in November. Um, or at least that's the scheduled date. And I think it's, it's still unlikely. The thing is the current way that flow themes is set up is sort of already a legacy solution for WordPress. I mean, it, it's, it's a proprietary, they've built their own, 
theme builder and the way that it all works together is really somewhat independent of WordPress and the WordPress updates. I wouldn't say that's true forever. Again, you might run into PHP problems at some point, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I think for the foreseeable future, in my mind, it's not something where things are just going to start breaking. I, I don't think that's likely to be the case very soon. Um, but I just think that if you are concerned about, you know, wanting your site to be up and have support and updates and be able to maintain updates with WordPress, like that could be another solution is if you don't update WordPress, um, even if you don't update your other themes, I mean, other, other plugins, uh, you probably won't have anything that would break for quite a long time. Uh, I'm not saying that I highly recommend not updating things for a very long time, but just saying, I have had sites before where I have left things unupdated. Like back when I was using Divi, for example, um, when Divi would come out with a new version, I would be like, you know what? I'm just not going to that version. And I would stay on the old version. <laughs> yeah. And I had one site that stayed on a version behind on Divi for maybe two years. And it was just, it was fine. The site ran exactly like it had run before. Um, and everything was just really out of date until it got to the point where um, you know PHP wasn't supported and, and that kind of stuff. So I think you, you've got a little bit of time there. Um, let's jump into some of the um, the questions and comments that are happening here in the um, on the live video. Um, let's let's talk. Uh, I don't know which direction we want to go first here. Yeah, what do you totally. think? Totally. Oh gosh, we have a bunch of questions. Yeah. Uh, I, let's I just go in order so we can just like make sure we don't miss anything. Okay. Um, Austin is asking, what's the most similar or best option? I guess like similar to Flexblocks. Yeah, um, there really is nothing. I mean, that's the hard part. <laughs> it's a giant hole left, like hole that I should think, never be filled, in my opinion. Exactly. I think I've I've said this phrase like a million times in the last twenty four hours, but I do not like third party drag and drop page builders. Period. At all. I I, I know that that's something that people love. Um, I think that people mistake the ease uh, as having no drawbacks. Like yeah. they just get their cake and there's, there's no harm to, to using this tool. People have been misled and misinformed in this regard for years. And part of it is the fault of flow themes. Part of it is the fault of show it. Part of it is the fault of Squarespace that you can have any kind of drag and, and Wix, all of these mm -hmm. things, drag and drop any way you want, design exactly what you love and still get great performance and usability and accessibility and rankings and all of these things. And I just do not believe that is true. Period. Well, if, if that, if that, if there were no drawbacks, people wouldn't be freaking out today right. <laughs> because they wouldn't have their content locked on a platform that's going away in a year. Like right now, if you have content built in flex blocks or flex, like in the flex sections of their themes, you have to rebuild that content for it to be visible on any other platform. Or even if you're staying on WordPress and using a different theme or not using flex blocks that doesn't happen if you stay on a platform that has the ability to actually export like uh, properly to another platform um, which drag and drop is that's like the one in my opinion fatal flaw is like the the way that people achieve drag and drop means that it does not easily export to any other platform at all there's a lot of different proprietary solutions for how to render the actual HTML, JavaScript, CSS on a drag and drop builder. Uh, and none of them are even attempting to be interoperable. You're not going to see a, um, an export from 
Squarespace that you can import into Show It, for example. You know, the new Fluid Engine editor on um, Squarespace is this attempt to create another drag and drop platform, but it's not intended to be moved. It's intended to just be proprietary solution that can, you know, we have a way that we're going to handle rendering it. You just have to trust us. It's some magic we're doing behind the scenes or whatever. And that's the same thing with Show It. It's the future of the internet is blocks, okay? <laughs> That's one thing that people need to understand, that I, in my opinion, um, websites should be made of blocks. And we won't get too much into that right now, but the idea is that if you can start to see that, if you're going to be on WordPress especially, that you need to be thinking about blocks, block themes, block um, the block editor, everything in blocks, that's the way, right? And if you, if you want to do some design things, like you want to have some design flexibility, there are certainly ways to do that. And there are ways that you can do that with current builders. Um, you know, you can, something like Cadence that we've been recommending heavily has a lot of flexibility. It's not going to give you ultimate drag and drop flexibility like a flex block. It's not intended to. It's not doing that on purpose because the way that the code is output is just, it's a mess when you have drag and drop. Um, and so, no, you're not going to find something that looks like that. You're not going to find something that has the kind of flexibility that you got with the flex block and still get to have all of the benefits that come with WordPress. If people yeah. are telling you that, it's probably a designer who's trying to sell you something that <laughs> was easy for them to create. Um, a lot of people are doing that. There's a lot. I think Lindsay asked about this here in the, the yeah. comments and she was asking about it yesterday. And like, I assumed that. Um, show it's probably good for SEO because all the designers are using it. No, show it is a design tool. Designers love it because it makes designing easy. It's not for SEO. It's not and never was meant to be. I know this. I've talked to the I've talked to the owners of S of show it and people who work there. They don't care. I, I shouldn't say that. That's not like a hundred percent true. But that wasn't their intention to like create a platform for people who care about search engines. Their 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 whole goal was to create a platform. For people who cared about design, yes, designers are going to jump on top of that. Uh, it makes yeah. their jobs easy. It makes them more creative. They have more flexibility, um, but they're they're not going to be concerned about SEO. And you'll find that they'll say, "But it can still be great for SEO because I have some clients who are ranking well with Show It, or my site's on Show It and it ranks great. See, Show It, it's great for SEO. That's not how it works. It's just yeah. not. There's so much more that we can get into on that. That's probably another call, another live, maybe a podcast episode." Um, but anyway, what's the most similar thing? Actually, okay, let me, let me take a little <laughs> bit of a step back here because nice. even as much as I would not necessarily recommend going in this direction, if I were to tell you like, what is the, some, is it even a WordPress solution? <laughs> if you're looking for something very similar and you just want to stay on WordPress because you want to host your site and you don't really care about blocks and going in the direction of WordPress and you, you're okay with using proprietary software that um, may not be the cleanest and might have some, you know, bugs and things, but does have active support who's fixing it. I would say Elementor is the closest, mm -hmm. um, maybe Divi, but I would not even, I just, I personally just hate Divi. That's just my, maybe that's a personal thing, but I've always had problems with it. Elementor, the client sites that I've worked on, I've had so many issues. I mean, if you're using Elementor and you're not having any issues, you are lucky, lucky. Like I really think that 
the average Elementor user is going to have bugs and glitches and things where, you know, the whole site just stops working or like the screen is like like three quarters of the way filled. But then the rest is there's all kinds of weird things that can happen with Elementor. But it, it, as much as it's not like drag and drop exactly, they do have some elements that you can kind of drag around um, with Elementor. It's it's the closest thing, I would say. If you're going to look at Elementor, just know that it is third-party proprietary software that, in my opinion, Elementor is going in the direction of being a platform like Squarespace, not in the direction of being a WordPress theme slash plugin slash page builder because WordPress page builders aren't really a thing anymore, in my opinion. Like if you're thinking about what is WordPress, WordPress, whenever they introduced the block editor into core, whenever they really made the Gutenberg project, the WordPress editor, they said, this is the new way to edit WordPress sites. Anything else is another company's opinion about how you should edit WordPress sites. Um, they can still use WordPress, right? It's open source. You can, that's one of the rights of WordPress is that you can take the software, modify it, use it however you want. And that's what Elementor has done. And they've yeah. created a company and a brand They even have their own hosting now. If you want to get into that ecosystem, think of it as a competitor to show it or Squarespace um, or, you know, any uh, pixie set, like whatever, but it is probably the closest thing. Just don't, don't let people tell you that Elementor is, is WordPress. I mean, it kind of is, but it's kind of not. And that's coming from someone who's like a WordPress purist. So <laughs> a little bit biased there. Um, what other questions do we have coming in that we need to yeah, uh, so, there was. I think Austin was also asking about SEO and like maintaining SEO um, when yeah. switching. Yeah, so I think to, uh, like the quick answer there is that if you hire somebody or or do it on your do it yourself, just make sure that you look at a few things first. Uh, look at your search console to see which which pages on your site are actually driving tr significant traffic. Uh, if you have a tool like Ahrefs or Semrush, you can look and see which pages on your site have backlinks. Um, those are going to be the the pages that you really want to make sure that the content is as close to staying the same as possible. Maybe you rebuild it one for one and just keep everything the same. Um, for your whole site, you should probably try to keep your uh, permalinks the same so your URLs don't change. Um, you should try to make sure that your titles don't change. So keep that, like, keep the same SEO plugin that you have already on Flow Themes with your new site. Um, if, if your titles, your headings, your meta descriptions, your actual content stays the same, and your URLs stay the same, you're not likely to see huge changes. Uh, internal links might be another thing. Most of the theme level uh, decisions that are being made are going to be more aesthetic. Um, sometimes you do have slight changes in like, did the blog posts have a previous and next? Or do they show three related posts at the bottom that will impact your internal linking? But um, that's Overall. like getting really into yeah. the weeds. And sometimes it does make a difference. Like it's just on the average photography site, it's not likely to be a significant um, impact for like those really technical things that might change with a theme switch. But just yeah. know that there there are reasons that a theme switch may have some impact on your technical SEO and the way that Google crawls the site. Um, and that can make a difference. Yeah. But I think in general, keeping it very similar I think it's it's a little bit tricky. I don't want to get too much into this conversation right this second, but whenever people say like keep my SEO, that's not even a thing. Like yeah. I mean, 
kind of, but like, what do you mean by that? Do you want to keep your content? Do you want to keep your, which optimizations are you talking about when you say SEO? Um, you know, I, you can keep a lot of the, the optimizations like Dylan's saying. Um, there was something you said, oh, headings, uh, use an, a Chrome extension like headings map mm -hmm. or detailed SEO um, to look at the structure of the headings on the page because this is something I was talking to someone again, there was someone who was using, they're building a staging site um, with Pronto and they previously had, uh, I can't remember, some other WordPress thing. And it's like, if they were gonna go to a se separate thing like Cadence, the the headings, like which one is an H1 and which is H2 and all, all of this stuff, they were completely different. Different yeah. builders might handle headings differently. And while that's not necessarily like, the end of like the only thing that impacts SEO. If the content, when Google crawls it, if the content doesn't look the same because like they can't understand the structure because, you know, they can't see that this section is related to this section because of the heading structure that may impact their ability to understand exactly which contents contained on that page or how it relates, you know, anyway, there there's contextual clues like that that Google uses to understand content and they may change if you're changing the builder that you're using. Um, so really just have to pay attention to maintaining a similar structure, both in URLs and on page content. Um, and I think that outside of that, the really, uh, the other concerns are technical and it's like most modern options should be pretty fine. Um, yeah. but then again, you know, like some people would say, go use Divi. I saw Divi recommended <laughs> multiple times in the thread. Yeah. People are like, which builder should I use? You might not be fine on Divi. You might, you might, if you do it yeah. just exactly right. Or Elementor, if you do it just exactly right, you might be fine. But there's, whenever someone asks me, like, is a platform, is a, um, is a theme good for SEO? What I'm thinking is, does it give you default options that are good for SEO? Does it, does it push you into doing the right things because that's the default way to do it. If so, that's what I consider to be good for SEO. Most platforms are not doing that at all. They're just like letting you do whatever you want or even pushing you in a direction that is bad for SEO. And that's like, some people are still asking about show it. Um, that's that's kind of why I say show it's not good for SEO. Well, there's some technical things, a, a lot of technical things that I don't like about show it, but the way that most show it templates and designs that are on their marketplace are created, I think push people to make poor SEO decisions. Uh, that might actually be a good time for us to kind of transition into talking about, um, I want to talk about Cadence and I want to talk about Caldera and Sightsee. Uh, and I want to talk about um, Melissa's, uh, what is it, Style Cloud. Mm -hmm. um, and I also want to talk about block themes and some other options outside of Cadence just to give people um, some context, some things to research. If you're going to go do the research yourself, I want to, I want to give you some of the questions you should be asking and things you should be looking for. So let's start digging into that. Let me move over and see. Um, yeah. what I'm going to take a quick question from Jenny. Uh, she said, it. so does Pixie set plan and stop to stop locking out SEO vendors from their platform? She manages several clients on Pixie set and she gets logged out for like six to eight hours and they block their IP. Uh, I, I mean, if it was me and I was offering SEO services, I don't think I would be taking on clients on Pixie set with what I've seen from the platform. Right. Um, you, like what are you really doing for them? Yeah, exactly. Like it's, you're not setting yourself up for success if, if they're going to expect like results from that platform. 
um, it's completely like the it's literally the worst platform I could think of for a photographer that exists to the, currently. Um, yeah, so that's I can think some worse ones. I think maybe, but <laughs> maybe, yeah, but that's I mean that's where I'd start. It's like you can't even have a homepage page title that's unique for the like that has their target like market or specialty in it. Like, I don't know, like if you can't do that, you're, you're a few steps back from everybody else. Um, it, there's so many technical issues with that platform that I just wouldn't recommend it. I don't think I could ha like push people there or even like if people are on pixie set, I just really try to talk to them about the many options that are better than that, that they should be looking at. Yep. Uh, Laura, no, it's not going to be maintained um, in the future. I think there might be, was it a year that they're going to offer some updates or something? Yeah. Or I is it no updates? Just I don't support. think they're updating anything. It's just support. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for the, current sites, that's what we were kind of talking about a little bit earlier. You, you probably need to be thinking about what's your plan for the future um, mm -hmm. sooner than later, but not immediately. Like you don't need to go change today. If this is your busy season and you need to wait until December or January or something like that, that's fine. You're, you're yeah. going to be okay. I, I can, I, I say that I should be careful. <laughs> I can't imagine a scenario when you need to change before the next six months yeah. um, because your site's going to crash and burn. Like it's not hopefully, necessarily like that. Hopefully you're on good hosting. Like Cloudways has a new feature where they test any plugin or theme updates before you do them or use a staging site to test any of those updates yourself just to make sure nothing breaks. Um, that's, that'd be my plan of attack for the next year. Yeah. Um, I just want to answer a few really quick questions. Go for it. Maria was asking about Lyra theme. Uh, it's not legacy, but it's also not Pronto all in one. Mm. It looks like it came out in like 2019. I don't know when it was last updated. I know they had a few themes that they, they made updates to support later versions of PHP, but they were like pretty much calling off any further, development on those a few years ago okay i'd be somewhat scared to be on one long term so i would just be looking to get off the platform at that point yep what are the questions that i, I can't um, see all the questions it won't let me scroll yeah, back in the i had to go question. into the post um susan sexton saying stop being locked into template builders cadence is the best and she's been using them for three years yeah we've we've had good good results with them for years as well uh lindsay's asking about cadence designers we mentioned a few. Um, Melissa Love just dropped her style cloud. It's really worth looking at if you like the flow themes aesthetic. Um, Restored 316 is another. Um, and then my wife's uh, company, Sightsee, is one. Uh, so yeah, look at those. But pretty much any web designer, like if you just find a designer, uh, they can any design that they come up with can likely be built with Cadence. It's a very malleable and easy to work with platform. There are certain things though, I think that are current design trends for photographers that are not going to lend themselves to being block-based. They're intentionally yeah. breaking block barriers. <laughs> um, and if you're trying to design something like that, I, I'll just say this again. I don't know if I said this yet, but let's say this now. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Show it is if you are trying to get the aesthetic of flow themes and the drag and drop capability of flow themes and you're just not that concerned about future proofing your site if you're not that concerned about like really 
if you don't believe in the vision of WordPress, and if you're not someone who's like, like I am, I, I think that WordPress is an important part of the internet. Like, I think that we need WordPress. If you're not one of those people who's like, oh yeah, I believe in WordPress's mission, then maybe show it is the right kind of platform for you. I would say that there are things you can do with show it that can still work for SEO. Um, so maybe if you're just looking for like design aesthetic, if you're just looking for a pretty portfolio, if you're just trying to build a, pro a brochure for your site, basically, that is, you know, matching your brand and the kind of feel that you want to give people, maybe the, um, maybe that kind of drag and drop platform is fine for you. Um, but if you are looking for something that is going to be more future proof, that is going to be, you know, open source, something you can own something that, and by the way, people will tell you that, um, show it is WordPress or it's based in WordPress or the blog is still WordPress. None of those things are exactly true. Um, it's, there's like some tiny element of truth to some of that. It is built using, um, WordPress, but it's not, again, WordPress can be modified and kind of done. You can do whatever you want with it. And their current build on WordPress is in my opinion, significantly behind the curve of where WordPress as a technology yeah. you know, stack is they're, right now. They're kind of just using WordPress as like a content management system and a like data source pretty much. Not necessarily the best but thing kind of, to do yeah. with WordPress, you know? And so, but anyway, that's, it's, um, possibility okay we got uh we got a couple more comments coming in why don't you yeah. can you jump on those yeah totally uh laura's asking if Flowflex will be maintained at least for current sites i think uh, we already answered that yeah okay. i answered her she, specifically oh good 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 yeah. uh let's see people were asking about designers i got them the links uh paul just said he's spent four months uh beginning of this year building a pronto on one site wake up to this news does it mean that the site will no longer be operational after next year um, I think, yeah, Flow Themes needs to clarify a little bit more on if you will be able to edit your own content in the Flex Builder after this year. Mm -hmm. I, I believe they're going to open that up um, to people with existing subscriptions, uh, but I wouldn't want to be on the platform much longer than the current year that they're time frame that they're giving. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Fabian, let's see. Uh, what are the advice on replacing your current flow theme with Cadence? Do we just recreate the same pages um, that they have in Cadence and submit them to Search Console um, until they rank? Keep the current flow theme online until Google picks up the current or the new website Cadence website. Um, so, Fabian, I think I would want to keep it on the same domain, and I would want the pages to keep the same URL. So, I would want to be building replacements, uh, and you can do this on a page-by-page -page basis. So maybe you build the cadence version on an unindexed page until it's ready. And then you change its URL to your current live URL for that page you're replicating. Um, and then you can submit that to search console and Google will see the new content. If you keep the content the same, the headings are the same titles, the same, etc. It should rank at least as good as the previous flow themes content. Uh, Google tends to understand the WordPress block editor content that cadence uses better than they understand Flex's uh, page builder content. And so you might see a ranking increase, but that's how I would go about it. 
have you caught up? Or are there some other uh, questions? Uh, I've, I'm pulling some stuff up we can demo, but if nice. you can answer a couple more questions, I'll have a couple more seconds to do that. I think so. That's pretty much it for questions, but feel free to throw some questions in right now. Melissa just uh, dropped her link. That's the moving from flow themes to cadence, which it looks like it's a great resource. I haven't been able to look at that all the way yet. Step-by-step uh, -step guide to move show it with blogs to WordPress. Um, the renewal up is, is up and definitely interested in moving over. Uh, we can kind of make that um, basically your WordPress content uh, show it. What was the deal, Corey? Were they they were only allowing migrations if you have the premium blog package? Is that correct? Those are migrations in. You can still export your content. Okay, so you can always export. Good. Uh, so yeah, you'll export your existing blog posts from show it uh, and you'll be able to import those into your new wordpress install on your new site um, that content seems to come over pretty well uh, from what i've seen it's just like typical wordpress content you'll need to manually rebuild any of your existing show it pages completely from scratch or whatever your new theme or blocks has um, and so all of that will have to be rebuilt um, but it, it's not terribly difficult. I did it on my own site. I My current website was a flow theme site and I just rebuilt it using Cadence, uh, changed the design a little bit, but more or less just rebuilt the blocks as they looked in Flex. And you did that in like a weekend or something, didn't you? Yeah, didn't take long. I obviously have some like experience with Cadence, but it wasn't like I was doing custom CSS or doing anything weird. It was literally like touching sliders until it looked right. <laughs> not <laughs> Touching <hard>. sliders. <laughs> <laughs> That should be like a, we need a t-shirt, go touch the sliders. Like <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Laura is talking about how they don't have an answer to how long flex will be functional. Um, yeah, it, it's really vague how they just say you will be, you can continue using and updating your site as usual for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even be able to update your site after that. Maybe not, not great. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Dylan, do you want to uh, talk a little bit about Caldera and like why it's uh, how it, how you came up with the like idea to do it or like why yeah. like what's the structure like why is it good for SEO? That's kind of what I want to get at. Is like, I know that everyone wants sites that look like flow theme sites. Right. And I think Caldera looks great, but it's not like a flow theme site. No, it's it intentionally not like a flow theme yeah. site. So that's kind of what I'm trying to tease out is like, why is it intentionally not like a show it site or a flow theme site? What are the elements that are important to SEO that were intentionally um, put into building that? Yeah, totally. So when we sat down to make Caldera, I, I pretty much just looked at what I would want a site to have in order to rank well. What would be my strategy to rank a site uh, Caldera specifically is designed around um, like a multi-specialty photographer that might be a wedding photographer that also does families and seniors and engagements and elopements. Um, and so I looked at that. I built the sections of the homepage that I thought would be useful for those users um, and would rank well and drive traffic and convert. Um, and then went from there and, and kind of just went through my playbook of like any trick I could think of that could be done at the theme template level uh, to make sure that the content is indexed quickly and ranks well and and um, everything from 
the heading layout of the different pages, the blog content itself, to the like having an HTML sitemap in the footer, which I think is something that I've always loved and I don't really see other people doing often, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we built all of that into sh- into Caldera, and the the aesthetics are just very bland, I guess. Like it works, it, it works for a lot of people. Um, but I think our next plans are to kind of make new style kits for that same basic theme because th- there isn't much I would change about the theme. Like it's if if you want to rank, that's how I would set it up. Um, but we, I do acknowledge that people have different aesthetic needs and wants and wishes. So we're going to do a, a few extra style kits of different ideas of how to design that theme, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we've been saying stuff like you can do anything with cadence and it's like, Sort of, you can, some of it might require some custom CSS, maybe even some custom JavaScript, you know, depending on exactly what you want to do, or you might want to um, upgrade to pro cadence pro. That's actually something we should talk about. I've seen that question come up quite a few times. When do you need cadence pro and when is free just fine? Should you start with one or the other? Uh, Yeah. By the way, I agree with what these comments that are coming in right now as uh, you know, I mean, flow themes sold out. So that's yeah. the only thing that I would really say is on them, but uh, it's pixie set that is making this decision. Um, and so if, if anything, it's the flow themes team wanted to keep this going. They really did. Yeah. And they, I mean, I, I had a call with somebody that was an ex flow theme person today and they were like, they were trying to buy the flow theme side to keep it going. Like they were yeah. actively just saying like, this is a great company. This is a great product. People love it. We just want to keep it going. And Pixie Set was just like, no. <laughs> yeah, Pixie Set. Their their whole goal in the beginning, I think, was to bring over as much of the customer base as possible and tell the rest to go find something else. I mean, right. it's a valid business decision. I just feel like, oh, such a big corporatey kind of like fu, and I don't, I don't love that at all. I don't know. Yeah. I'm interested to see how the reputation well, changes for them. I mean, it's all. also it's also like if i don't know like ford bought ferrari and then they're trying to tell all their ferrari owners to like no just buy this ford taurus you're gonna like it <laughs> like pixie said is the ford taurus and flow themes was the ferrari i don't know it's it's right. hard yeah uh i, I want to answer uh, these questions about um like what is the process like and can you clone it over and because like, you know there was like flow launch for example that flow mm-hmm. theme users might be used to I hate that kind of plugin. Absolutely <laughs> a nightmare. I would never, ever do that with my site. I know yeah. they were telling people to do it, but oh my God, like the kinds of problems that can come up with some something like that are just the nightmare situations where you've got like a database that's got two different uh, the things that need to be merged. And like, if you, good luck figuring that out. I would have a hard time figuring that out. I've had those situations come up where I'm like, yeah, anyway, stay away from that kind of stuff in my opinion. If you want to try one of those, there are some plugins that will allow you to like build on the back end something that's different than what's on the front end. I would just stay far, far away from those. The yeah. best way to do this is to clone your current site to staging or create a staging site and bring over the pieces that you want from your current site. When we yeah. say staging, generally this is handled at the host level. Uh, this is one of the main reasons that we recommend uh, Cloudways. I don't know if Patrick's still in here from um, <laughs> uh, from Gridpane. He would hate me even saying this, but I mean, certainly the modern hosts like Gridpane, for example, they're going to have robust staging options for people who no- want to do staging. But Cloudways just makes it so easy to just press new app 
and you've got an app or clone the current app, you've got a new app and you can have as many as you want as long as they don't take up all the resources for your plan. And you can just like make another one and build it with a temporary URL. And it's just so easy. You don't need to change your host file or anything like you have to do on SiteGround. And there's just, there's, there's complicated processes to make a staging site on some hosts. Um, Cloudways makes it extremely easy. That's one of the reasons we like them. Even if you're not planning on using Cloudways in the long term, I would even consider using Cloudways just to do the staging because it's yeah. so easy to do staging there. Um, so you can go use, uh, check out, go to fuelyourphotos.com slash Cloudways if you want to use our affiliate link. Um, you can use their $12 plan um, for this kind of thing, for staging especially. Uh, there's a Cloudways Migrator plugin if you want to just install that on your current site and then you'll have to kind of hook it up. There's a tutorial you can use. Um, it would basically just migrate an exact uh, clone. <laughs> Melissa, I'm about to actually show InstaWP. <laughs> Um, and you know, the clone over to Cloudways from that plugin would be extremely easy. Uh, Melissa, do you mind if I show, um, style cloud on InstaWP? I've got it. I pulled that up and that's what I, um, that's what I had that I was going to demo. So if you don't mind me showing that, <laughs> we should probably have you on. I mean, maybe I should send <laughs> Melissa a link real quick. Totally. Um, that, is that okay with you, Dylan? Can, yeah, I don't know. Melissa, you're probably like burnt out and it's like really, um, <laughs> late or what it's not that late i guess in the uk um melissa i'll send you a link in case you would like to join us here in a minute um but don't feel like you have to we're i was going to show um some of that uh okay so anyway uh, where was i with okay yeah. with staging so staging. you can you know set up something on cloudways really easily you can migrate your current site over or just make a new app and then be moving things over and then from there if you want to stay on um on Cloudways forever, great. If you want to move to something else, fine. Um, but yeah, that's that's how I would do it. I wouldn't mess with a whole bunch of other kinds of like a plugin that like Flow Launch and that kind of stuff. Um, can't stand fully sold on it now. Sweet. Did you set up NCWP links on um, Caldera, Dylan? Is that what you know? I haven't done that. About? I think they're talking about the uh, Melissa's. But yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. I. I like InstaWP. I just I'm such a fan of Cloudways that I I want to stay on that platform as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, InstaWP is not a hosting solution, by the way. It's just yeah. for um, testing WordPress. In fact, let's go ahead and go over to a screen share. Melissa, I see you over there. I'm gonna um, I'll bring you on here in just a sec. Um, let's look at show you these people what I'm talking about here. Uh, let's go to a screen share. I think cool. you should be able to see the screen okay um the thing about InstaWP is it's great for just testing right like you this really the whole idea you can click try for free and i think i'm already logged in but anyway here click add new site you can choose some things that you might want to test if you want to add some of these other things but you can just click create site it's starting installation your new wordpress site is ready click magic login you've got a wordpress site you're going to get in the wordpress dashboard this site is live you can play with it I think the default free plan keeps it up for four hours or something like that. You can make a, a paid account that's like $10 a month that lets you keep it for um, a certain amount of sites, like longer than that. You can keep them frozen or whatever. So it's another place you could build. It's not really optimized for performance as far as like, you know, speed of this, the final site. It's optimized for setting up a site really fast and testing things that you just want to break. But anyway, if you want to play around with WordPress and test some things, uh, InstaWP could be a great way to do it. Um, 
let's go over here. In fact, okay, so I just set up one on InstaWP a few minutes ago, and I installed, um, I have a uh, child theme for Cadence. Um, we never got to Cadence and free versus paid. And actually, yeah. let's bring on Melissa because this is a good time. She might have some feedback on this. Melissa, what's up? Hey, hello. Thanks for having me. Right over there, huh? Yeah, no, it's not that late. It's like quarter to seven or something. Yeah. Um, so I know that you've intentionally built the things that you have in SoundCloud to work with Cadence free. Um, do you have any specific thoughts on why people would need Cadence Pro? Like why wouldn't free be enough? Oh, it's such a good question. I think for the majority of photographers, free kind of hits the mark, but there's some amazing tools that I really love. Like the pop-up builder is, it just works. Like I think of Cadence like Apple, like it just works. So, and everything works together. And there are ways around this. You can install another pop-up builder and you can install another custom fonts plugin. By the way, use any font works perfectly for Cadence and that's free. But, you know, Cadence includes all of that and it just makes it work. But so the big main differences for me are the template builder. So for example, you can build your perfect, I've been building mobile menu overlays with the builder and then using that to replace the standard menu overlay so for people who like the fancy pop-up menus like you see in show it you can do that totally with cadence and i've been having a ball doing that right. you can with, build pro. with pro and you yeah. can build blog templates or custom post type templates which is yeah. a bit the like hooked elements are yeah. huge and i think it's it's cadence's answer to where wordpress is going already with full site editor uh it yeah. basically they were basically doing the full site editor stuff before WordPress even introduced yeah. full site editor. And that's kind of what hooked elements are. Yeah. Um, and I think that it is going to offer such a seamless transition into full site editing. Yeah. By the way, let me just talk about this for just a second. Uh, if you're not aware, WordPress now the default themes are block themes and they've replaced the customizer with the editor. And up until maybe three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, it was just trash. Like, I mean, using it was an absolute nightmare. I was wanting to be an advocate for it and I still couldn't because I'm like, this is absolutely terrible. With WordPress 6.3, it's, be it's become somewhat better. Okay. It's like, at least now, I think regular people could maybe see the vision for where it's going. They've reorganized some things so that you can actually use it. And I think that was the push that was needed for developers to start building real solutions on block themes. Even some of the developer hangouts that I've gone to recently that are like right now with WordPress, where they invite like kind of like office hours for people who are developing WordPress. Um, they were like, we know, we know you couldn't do this yet, but now you can. So start doing it. So I think you're going to start seeing more and more developers who are pushing into full site editing and block editing um, for the entire theme. And I know that Ben from Cadence has been on top of that for at least a year. He knows, he's seen where things are going with, with the block themes. He said that they're not exactly sure, at least this was the last I checked maybe a few months ago, they weren't exactly sure whether they were going to transition into a block theme totally to give a separate version of Cadence as a block theme, uh, but there, there's some roadmap that will move Cadence over into the new WordPress, which is going to be all block-based, um, that will eliminate the customizer. It's just that right now, all the Cadence users are so used to the customizer. It's like, oh, we don't want to take that away that everyone knows how to build with this. All of our settings are there. But there probably will, I'm guessing there's going to be a separate version of the theme part of Cadence that is just a block theme. And all of the 
um, blocks, Cadence blocks the plugin and like StyleCloud, for example, all of that will still work just fine with this new Cadence block theme. Um, but just know that this is a thing. Their, their block yeah. themes are going to be the future. The customizer will be going away. The editor will be the new way to edit WordPress websites. You'll be able to build all your templates there, your themes. It's it's beautiful if it gets embraced. And I know that there's really no choice at this point. So I can't wait to see that. Um, but just know that that's something you should look at when you're researching WordPress themes. You know, Is there a block theme? If you're looking at other options that are not Cadence, um, you really, really need to be careful if they don't have a plan to have a block theme available uh, because it's just good. You're dealing with really old code at that point, uh, I think. Anyway, okay, let's go back over here. So we're talking about um, Cadence free versus pro. Um, I think that, you know, really advanced users who want to dig really deep and build, um, you know, very custom things will probably want both the pro um, theme and blocks, but that maybe maybe as much as 70 to 80% of all photography websites could be built with just free, which is beautiful, right? Like all you need is hosting and then you can use free uh, theme, free blocks and you could build from scratch if you want. If you like blank canvases, that's all you need. Uh, but if you don't like blank canvases, <laughs> that's uh, why we're talking to Melissa right now. Actually, I've, I've got a demo already pulled up. It's, uh, hopefully this is the right thing. Let me screen share again. Oh. Let me see. Just so, a note on your block themes. Are you saying that Cadence will have a better footer editor yes, <laughs> in the future? <laughs> I do believe so. That's my my biggest. I hate that. Yeah, that's one want. of the reasons why you would want Pro for the hooked elements and building the footer with blocks. Um, if you're into, if you know what I'm talking about right now, when I say something like that, then maybe you'll want Pro. If you don't, and you're like, oh, I mean, just whatever, I can build any kind of footer and it'll be fine. Then maybe you don't need it. Let me see if I can. I'm having a hard time with my screen share here. Okay, so this is using um, Cadence and the free Cadence and then a you know, the free Cadence blocks and then a child theme that I created called Canvas. It's available for our members. It's just a, um, you know, this is what it looks like out of the box where you've kind of got a clean white. Everything is sort of um, already pre-configured uh, to be full width and, you know, it's just like a little bit blank. Whereas if you're just using Cadence out of the box, there's going to be like some things that it's not full width. It's contained. It's got the title display. There's like all these settings that you might want to change. Melissa, do you have a theme that you're a child theme that goes along with StyleCloud that you're giving people? Um, we we have a little free cloud people can play with, but if they subscribe, they get five free themes included. But like the actual like, a, is it a child theme or is it um, just the cloud? No, so if you buy the annual cloud subscription, you get all the themes as well. Okay, okay, cool. So you have some child themes that basically are specific. Uh, we, I certainly catch up on that. I would love to chat with you sometime and like do a full review. But let's look at this really quick. Um, I'm going to go to, so we have a blank page here. I'm going to go to edit page. And here I've already installed the um, uh, style cloud on this. So I just hit design library right here. And you can see that I have the style cloud option. There's this is another one that I had for uh, our course members. That's just like some really basic blocks. Cadence has some of their own, but this is the style cloud. These are specifically from Melissa, and this they're in the cloud, so they're updated whenever Melissa makes updates to these. They'll be available. The updates will be basically instant in the library. Now they won't update your site. So if you've already installed, like if you've used one of these on your pages, it won't make changes to your site whenever they make updates, but the new updates that they make to any sections here will be available. This is the same thing with Caldera and um, any of the people who are building 
Cadence templates at this point are probably using some sort of cloud library. Uh, the Cadence cloud library just works so well because all I need to do, um, by the way, Melissa, have y'all figured out anything with sorting the sections yet? Oh, I don't even start. I'm, I'm working quite closely with the team, with, the, with Kathy and Ben to sort this out. Yeah, this will yeah. be better in the future. But yeah. right now you can kind of flip through and see some, um, there's some sorting that is available, but it's just not great. Um, but if I click one of these sections, it's going to, it's telling me it's preparing the content and it's going to drop it into the page. I'll give that just a minute. Again, this is, um, cloud library can be a little bit slow depending on some factors. Also, this is the on, <laughs> um, it's a WP, so it's not really optimized for this kind of thing. Um, but give this just a minute. Um, yeah, it's quicker when you just drop in the smaller sections, when it's trying to drop in a whole long home page, it does yeah. take a little while. It's all made of tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. While we're on this, uh, Melissa, I'm curious about. Oh, actually, let's just we'll go to this for now. Um, so it dropped in everything that we saw in that demo here, and if I just let me just hit update really quick, and we'll go view that page that was a a blank page, and it now looks like this. Now, as far as you know, the fonts and things like that, we can easily change all of that in the customizer. I don't want to get into a whole long tutorial about Cadence, but I just want to show people that it's easy to quickly go in here and change your base font or your heading font. Just pick some random thing, and it will you know apply it. <laughs> That's beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> across the sections and things like that. This is not Melissa's design, by the way. I'm just like throwing in fonts. <laughs> um, but the idea is that you know these changes that you make. In customizer will apply site-wide across the sections that you've dropped in, uh, which is beautiful. I mean, like that's just, it makes this so easy. And there's so many sections that you can just choose from. Again, Melissa was saying, you know, we we're dropping in a whole homepage there, but if I just want like a specific section, you know, I just want to drop in this one section right here, I can do that. And now it will also uh, adopt the fonts that I just set in the customizer. Scott says my beard looks awesome. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> um, so anyway, this is this is the idea of the cloud library with Cadence. It's one of the reasons that we're pushing Cadence so much right now is that it does make it easy for designers to create a product that is easy to use. It's You can just go in here, pick the section you like, click it, it inserts it into the page. You can also then make site-wide changes to all of those sections. Um, Man, what what else do y'all want to say about that, or what do you want me to to showcase here? Um, I, well, I I think I think times are changing a bit in that the the way things have traditionally been sold is they're not people buy them for the design features, but then you spend ages unpicking the design features because they don't match your fonts or your colors, and a lot of settings have been done at page level or at block level. Yep. So when we did this, nothing has been done at block level. We we took everything we've ever built, cleaned it, stripped it back broke it down into sections, tested it to be pixel perfect. And now everything, whether it's the themes that you can install as a, to get you started or the blocks that all pick up things site-wide. And that for me is very much along the same principles as you're just showing the site editor now for full site editing. Right. We wanted to be true to that and we wanted to be ready for when Cadence goes to the site editor, when they move the customizer to the site editor. So exactly. I'm all for that. Yeah, we've been trying to work to those same protocols so that yeah. Uh, updating isn't going to be a hassle. And I hope people are paying attention right now because that is what you're looking for. If you're asking questions about like, should I use this? And I'm always talking about like future proofing and thinking forward with WordPress. 
this is what the current customizer looks like, right? We have the fonts here. I can go back and I can go into colors and I can change my colors. It works fine, right? But this is the new experience of what the editor will look like inside of WordPress. And I think it's much better. Um, and it, whenever I click one of these, it like shows me the entire, you know, like a, a preview of what it looks like. This will work with theoretically. And I assume this will all, if it doesn't, everyone will figure out how to get it all working. But like, this is what in the future, if you're using the style cloud and then you come into here and change your settings, it will show you a preview of like what it's going to look like across the site. And it will still apply across all of those sections from the style cloud, just like um, what we were showing earlier. I think that you're right, that the way the paradigm has shifted as far as what is the way that we think of WordPress themes. With block themes, the theme almost doesn't matter. Uh, it's more about the blocks, the patterns, the you know, different kinds of style kits you can apply to them. Um, and th that is, I think that Cadence is ahead of the curve in that regard mm -hmm. of like really having this library that you can insert um, sections that then up, that inherit the theme settings and that will should also work with this as soon as they kind of move into that direction. Yeah, I had a little chat with Kathy, who, who's head of marketing for Cadence a couple of weeks ago, and I was asking about their potential move out of the customizer into the, the um, <clears throat> into the site um, editor, and she said they're definitely looking to do it. And what they they envisage is that just like Cadence blocks is a like giving Cadence Block superpowers, they intend for Cadence Pro to give the site editor superpowers. So, wow, that's gonna be so cool. I know, right? Like, So they're never gonna destructively do anything over the top. Of course, WordPress, they're just gonna work to enhance it, which I was like, oh, wow, you're speaking my language, this is awesome. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is, you know, Dylan and I were talking earlier and I was like, uh, it's hard. I don't wanna like push people all in on cadence without them knowing that there is something new on the horizon with WordPress. But I still personally am using cadence on um, most of my sites. I did switch my personal site over to a custom block theme that I made just so that I could start like really getting into the weeds on playing with them. But I still believe that cadence is going to move in that direction. And I feel very confident with that. Um, real quick, maybe i'm not sure if either of you have any suggestions do you if people are just trying to do their research and they want to compare cadence to anything else is there anything else on the market right now that is similar that they should maybe consider or compare it to um i haven't personally tried it but there's two on my radar one is bricks and yeah. the other one is something called grade g-r-e-y-d mm -hmm. and they're all in on the full site editing direction Okay. I would say the only thing I would potentially um, check is Astra. Um, they now have Spectra 1 and Spectra, which is basically like Cadence and Cadence Blocks. And, mm -hmm. and it's already in the uh, full site editor. Um, I think that's kind of, they're sort of like Canon and Nikon in the camera world. Like I think um, Astra and Cadence are kind of back and forth on like which one has the cutting edge features and they're both kind of leading the way. So they're going to have a little bit different options. Um, that might be the only one I would consider personally. I like the team behind cadence significantly better than the team behind Astra. And that's like one of the big reasons. Um, also, I think that we're starting to see more of a move like Melissa, um, from people who are using show it and Divi and Elementor, um, those designers that already build things for creatives are starting to say, Hey, cadence works. And it's already, they have that um, 
that part of the market in mind with some of their products, with things like the cloud library and things like that. So I think for those reasons, like I still would say Cadence is, in my opinion, hands down the option right now. And I don't say stuff like that very much. Like this is the option you should look at. But I really, really believe in that right now. Uh, and as long as they continue with the development, as they've said, with moving into full site editing, it's going to be a great solution for years to come. Um, Melissa, is there anything else you want to say about uh, StyleCloud or any well, of the, the themes that you have with StyleCloud? I don't remember exactly how that works. Um, the themes can't really be stashed in the cloud yet. Um, so they're just inside your account. You download them like an ordinary theme and you upload them. But we've designed them to all to work very seamlessly with the cloud. So if you want a head start, you start with a starter theme. You can then just drop extra sections in or bust out new pages kind of on the fly and all the themes and all of the sections um, take on your site-wide settings. Okay. Um, the other thing, and I think I know you feel really strongly about this, is we're not looking to do custom builds or rebuilds of people's sites and or full-on migrations. I know Dylan is all over that, and I would just go straight to Dylan. And also, I think the Caldera theme is superb. Um, but we will help. We want like you to make this not be terrifying and painless, painful. We want it to be painless. So we're happy to help you like work out how to set up a staging site and give you a 15-minute call showing you how to use the style cloud. So we want to hold your hand. So but yeah. there's, there's plenty of other people who can rebuild and plenty of other people who can do like a proper SEA migration. And, and right now that's not us because we just want to do the best service we possibly can for people coming to us. And there's going to be lots of you. And I, I know I've had some really kind messages today saying, are you okay? I'm like, yes, just about. My <laughs> uh, we want to get this right. We don't want to blow it. We want to just be really on it. So we've hired a new team of VAs in and WordPress people. We're ready, but we don't want to kind of take bite off more than we can handle. Sweet. Well, thanks for stopping in on this call. And uh, I'm glad that we could show this to people. And uh, we'll probably have some sort of official demo and affiliate links and all that kind of stuff. But for now, just go check it out. Um, is stylecloud.co the best place to go? Is that how they get to that? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I would reiterate, like, we're not here with an offer that's going to go away because no one should make decisions. You're, nothing's going to happen to your website for months. Yeah. If you're with Flow Themes, don't panic. We're not going to force anyone to have a countdown time or anything sleazy like that. We just really <laughs> care about people making the right decision in their own good time. And if it's not us, cool. But if it is us, we're here and we're not forcing anyone. Just take your time. It's all it's all good. Yeah. And Melissa's in the Fuel Your Photos group. If you want to ask any questions, I'm sure that she'll probably see those there if they're specific to StyleCloud. Um, support, I, they have a chat right here. There's, you know, it's easy to get in touch with them and I know that they take care of their people. So again, thank you, Melissa. I'm going to um, go back, <laughs> let you go so that you can get some rest and get back to all your messages. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Awesome. Um, Dylan, do you want to yeah. demo anything with Caldera or talk about the, yeah. and we already kind of talked just for a minute about like the SEO, um, like why it's good for SEO. Right. Um, but any other thoughts that you want to, to yeah. dig into there for people who are thinking about moving to this? I think I've, I think one thing I could do is just show people kind of a little bit of a sneak peek behind the curtain and like, look at the back end. Yeah. Um, because I think one common question I get is just cool. Like, you have this site, but how do I edit it? How do I update it? What do I do? Um, so yeah, let yeah. me share my screen. And by the way, I know that I mentioned earlier, we have the um, Canvas theme for our members. Um, if you are 
looking at getting, if you want some one-on-one support in, like you're the kind of person who wants to do it yourself, um, but you still want to see that. I'll, I'll enable it here in a second. Yeah, no worries. Um, if you want to do it yourself, I know there are a lot of people out there who are like, you know what? I just want to build from scratch. I want to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to use the, the editor. Um, and that's your thing. Um, I have the Canvas theme that's available for members. And then the we have something called Kindling Cloud, which is just some basic sections for getting you started, for like understanding how the Cadence Builder works, the, the blocks work. Uh, if you want to dig into that and you're a member, that's great. Also, right now we're doing two office hours calls per week in the membership. And any questions that you would have about like, I can't figure out how to do this. I've been pulling my hair out on this. Um, we've had so many people who are building on Cadence in the past few months. And that is one of the main things that we cover in office hours is like how to build on Cadence. If you want that sort of support where you can like get on a video call and share your screen and show what you're having a problem with and then have one of us be like, oh yeah, uh, you just need to go blah, blah, blah. And like, this will help you fix it. That's part of our membership. So if you're interested in that, go to fuelyourphotos.com, check out the membership in the, um, in the link there. Uh, we would love for you to be a part of that. That's It's really intended to be support and accountability. And we do have some resources there for people who want to do it themselves completely. If you don't want to buy anything, you don't want to buy a theme, you want to buy anything. If you're in that membership, those are all free um, as far as that goes. Okay, so cool. let's go over here and let's see what Dylan's got to share with us. Totally. All right, so this is Caldera. Um, I guess really fast, I'll just like give you a really quick rundown. Um, with the top navigation, we put all of the main pages that we really want to rank well and show up as site links if somebody's looking at your like main entity result in search results. Uh, using drop downs for like the cornerstone content that we really want to rank, like the elopement guide or wedding venue guide. And I think this is a big feature that we don't really talk about enough on our theme is that like it's kind of a SEO strategy in a theme. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like you're getting a this is a how-to on how to do a really nice wedding venue guide. Just put venues from your home location or locations you're wanting to target in, like put photos, update the abouts, link to their websites, give their address. Yep. Um, it's an it's SEO just, strategy and a theme. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, just do that. <laughs> you're done. Um, if I go back, I have the elopement guide here. Same thing. This is how I would set up an elopement guide. These are the topics I would want to cover. Uh, this is how I would like have it just designed. Uh, it converts. It has a contact form, etc. cetera. Uh, we even gave this like bonus wedding dress boutique guide, which is pretty new. Uh, most markets that has a they have a surprising number of like a surprising amount of search volume for this topic. People looking to uh, find wedding dress boutiques or wedding dresses in their town pretty cool um and by the but, way you can yeah. take that and turn it into a wedding planner um roundup or officiants florists yeah exactly any of exactly. those things that work really well for wedding photographers especially right um man you've got the template just run with it yeah here's the heading structure um you can just edit your primary key phrase so this would typically be like portland wedding photographer uh, your tagline is typically more of a marketing term like what what's unique about your business what what do you offer, et cetera? Yeah. This pairs um, really well with our course, by the way. We right. Have, like our uh, homepage <laughs> lesson, for example. It's like got all these sections that you could use. Well, 
Dylan, just put all those sections into <laughs> this and right. you could still read the instructions about like what to include in those kinds of sections. If you want even more like, yeah, but I don't know what to say here or, or how do I use my keywords here? Our course does have all of that included. Totally. Um, this, this theme was built for multi-service, like I mentioned earlier. So if you, if you shoot families and engagements and elopements and weddings, all those, uh, you can have this section. If you only have one specialty, just delete it. Uh, but we built full landing pages for those secondary services that look like the homepage, but are targeted just to, to rank for that one topic, uh, which is how we would attack a multi-specialty business if we were trying to do SEO. Um, feature links, a guide. So here's our guide. We did the wedding venues. Um, next steps, testimonials. Here, here's like a good example. Um, the pro cadence pro block has a really nice testimonial block. Uh, upgrading to cadence pro would allow you to make this look much nicer. Um, in the future, we're probably going to offer a pro version of this theme that has the pro testimonial block. It has the pro posts carousel. Um, it just gives you a nicer looking result. Uh, but this is the free version and it does just fine. And Google sees the content properly and it ranks well. And, and it, it's simple for users. Like, I think one thing that I've seen in the past is people really put a lot of effort into their design aesthetic of their website and end up just confusing users and making it harder for them to use. And mm -hmm. does that convert into more bookings? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so totally. Um, pricing information. We have a full pricing guide here. Uh, you can just put your information in this. Super simple. Um, FAQs with proper schema. Speaking of that, did you see the updates from Google about schema? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I had to get uh, that now, but maybe that's a exactly for sure. Um, yeah, here's like our SEO section that we talk about in the course where you can then mention again, like your, your big guides, um, like mention more information about your location, et cetera. Um, and then the footer, I spent multiple days. I mean, this footer looks very basic, but just days making this footer perfect for is that one with the customizer. I mean, obviously it's the, you said free, it, right? It is. So obviously it'd be very easy to make a nice footer if you use Cadence Pro. Uh, using the free version of Cadence made this a little bit trickier. Mm -hmm. uh, it does look good for the free version. Yeah. All you have to do is go in and edit. Like this is just text and you can just edit your your business name, your address, your phone number. Um, these are links that you can easily edit. It's just plain text. Uh, if you have an email newsletter, you can just fill in your information and connect that to your newsletter service. Or you can get rid of that and add a different uh, block. If you just Whatever like remove works. that column, do they just mm -hmm. spread out and have three columns? Yeah, you can just set it to three. And then in the bottom, I linked, I made an HTML sitemap. I highly recommend that people use SEO press for their SEO plugin. It gives you this ability to have an SEO uh, HTML sitemap. Um, this just gives Google one page that has a link to every piece of content on your entire site. And I've seen it help indexing. I've seen it help rankings. I really believe in it. And so that's one reason I like SEO press. Uh, but if you want to use Yoast, uh, you just won't have that feature. Uh, so yeah, that's a basic overview of like the homepage of Caldera. What it looks like in the back end, I think is pretty interesting. Um, so this is like the typical block editor experience on WordPress. Over here, we named each section so you can quickly get to the right one uh, using this uh, list view, the document overview. Um, 
I have also seen in Cadence yeah. Pro how you can rename the sections, like truly rename them. Right. It's That's amazing. Another, it's like these little things about Cadence Pro. It's like Tiny it's just a nice quality of life feature. But right. This but works. I, I've seen this actually help for SEO, like actually naming your classes with a custom name that's like somewhat keyword rich can potentially be a, a an improvement. So oh gosh, that's controversial right there. Right. Big statement. <laughs> uh, I've seen some SEO nerds test it and it's uh, they make a good case. Um, so anyways, uh, like if you want to go into your intro, you can just literally start typing and that's like how you edit this theme. Um, you can see how we've built it. So you can click into each block. Uh, we, we use the, uh, heading block here or the, uh, elsewhere we've used like the advanced text block. Um, but we're always using variables like, um, Melissa mentioned where we want the text to be using uh, the same variables that you can just edit by the customizer uh, site-wide that'll just give you the ability to change the colors and the fonts once and you don't have to change them on each page or each section so that's really important to us um, but yeah it's it's pretty simple once you get the hang of cadence this this becomes like uh, second nature it's almost as good as drag and drop <laughs> I mean, as far as a block-based editor, it is the best I've worked with. I mean, it's people talk about Squarespace being easy. This is <laughs> easier than Squarespace. I mean, right. Fluid Engine is a different thing, but especially totally. before Fluid Engine, um, and I mean, this is way less confusing <laughs> than Fluid Engine. But right. I think if you're trying to build block-based sites, this is so easy. Uh, I do think there's a bit of a learning curve, but that's true of any any builder that you're going to learn for sure um, so got a question here <laughs> is typography customizable on the caldera theme yeah so melissa mentioned a free plugin that you can use to add custom fonts to any site um it's just I, called any font right yeah it's called any font i haven't used that plugin myself i've um, used it yeah so that works great otherwise i've used cadence's uh, custom font plugin and that allows you to upload any custom font file otherwise uh, they have is it both google, google and adobe or is it just google built in i can't remember into uh, um, in, into cadence themselves just google just google yeah so any google font works uh, you can typically find a, a decent pair of, of google fonts by the way google fonts are coming to wordpress i think 6.4 right? they're gonna I have native um Google fonts in the site editor. I will say that Cadence has some really good settings. Uh, if you go to appearance and then Cadence, and then it's under, uh, gosh, am I like losing it here? Sorry, it's under customized in general. Um, and then performance, you can load Google fonts locally nice. and preload them. So you can use Google fonts without the, uh, G gdpr issues in in europe or the performance issues elsewhere it was That's so happening. funny when i was at WordCamp. matt uh, mentioned google fonts in in wordpress uh, editor coming to 6.4 and he <laughs> said that and it's like whatever and then he said that they'll be automatically hosted locally the whole audience what? just erupted in applause <laughs> they're like he's like what i didn't think y'all were gonna be excited about that that's amazing <laughs> yeah i've seen some some people that uh license their fonts to Google for usage are potentially going after people that locally host them because it doesn't, it isn't actually covered under Google's terms. Weird. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, 
I guess I never showed, I never really showed the customizer. Um, the thing that we've, we're talking about with cadence is that like, you can just come in here and change your color palette, <laughs> like instantly change to a different color palette. Um, put in your own custom colors from your designer. Uh, it's really, really nice. You can upload, like if you're, you know, some designers have palettes and they can give you and you can just import yep. them, export, import, them. export. Yep. Uh, it's really nice. Uh, you can change your backgrounds. You can change your fonts. You can change your buttons. Um, I noticed like on uh, Melissa's, she handled that really well where they're not setting the button style at the cloud block level. They want you to make sure that you have your button set up site wide here, right. which is great. It doesn't override that. Again, that it fits well. These little things I notice about Cadence, they are thinking about where WordPress is going and block defaults are really a big part of the full site editing experience. Um, and so basically the way that Cadence handles block defaults right now, um, which I think is in a different place. It's not in the customizer. It's mm -hmm. in the um, in the regular WordPress editor. Um, but Anyway, that's it's key. It's really they're thinking forward with where things are going with block defaults and things like that. Um, real nice. quick about the typography, totally. um, just to say, yes, you can change it there site wide, but also on any if you're using like the advanced text block, you can mm -hmm. override it at any place. So totally. Um, again, what, what Dylan and Melissa were saying is they're using a like inherit this from the theme kind of setting, but you can change that to override it locally at the block level if you would like. Um, so yeah, that's totally possible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's, this is the uh, regular free cadence archive abilities, like what your blog feed can look like. It's pretty, I mean, I like that it's by not, itself. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. uh, but with Pro, you can go, you can make it much nicer looking. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot you can do with the Pro. Um, yeah. What's it called? Post grid slash carousel, carousel or something like that? Yeah, totally. Yep. They lock it down. But I mean, this has everything you need and it has. I proper... used to be completely locked down. It used to right. be where like you couldn't do anything in free. No. They definitely brought more of the functionality over into free where you can at least build something usable now. And like they just added pagination. So yeah. like from an SEO standpoint, you're, you're set. Sweet. Cool. Do we have any um, people who are still watching who have specific questions about either the um, the flow theme situation or about cadence or about other options about other platforms about anything that you know we've covered a lot here today i don't want to make it go much too much longer but if there's any other questions i'd love to still um, check them out I, I i don't know who's still watching exactly but i do feel like it's important it's important that you really do your research here that you don't just take the advice of any random person in a Facebook group. I've seen so many posts already in just 24 hours that are like, what do you use for your website? And people are recommending some of the worst possible solutions in some of these comments. You can't just go based on someone saying, oh, I use this and I like it and I rank well. It's just not that simple. If you're concerned about SEO, which I can I would assume that most people here are because we're in an SEO group. Um, it is. Uh, how do you edit the mobile version? Dylan, can you pull that yeah, back up so that. you can show that? Totally. Um, you know, if you if you care about these things, your your platform matters. Uh, if you care about WordPress and the direction that WordPress is going, there's a there's a reason. You've heard me being the voice of this today throughout these conversations. 
there's a reason that we're recommending cadence. It's not because we think it's like necessarily the exact replacement of flow themes. And you can build like, if your priority is a beautiful site that you have drag and drop flexibility to build anything you can imagine, maybe you should look at show it. If your priority is I can build most things that I can think of that are, that are kind of that work with a grid that are block based. Maybe I could do some custom things with CSS if I need to hire a developer. Um, but if you're really wanting to do WordPress, like WordPress is intended to be done, then I think really cadence is the only answer that I think works right now. If you're th talking about September of 2023, we're not ready for block themes in, you know, production for most people they're just not quite there we do have a, f a few people in the group who have moved to block themes and have some nice sites um but it's not ready and cadence is already there and has a plan to move forward with wordpress cadence has always been the thing that first attracted me to them was did you drop that link dylan i will yeah okay um the, the thing that first attracted me to them was i was reading Ben Rittner's blog posts about like why they they embraced the block editor, which was the Gutenberg project, whenever it was still being, you know, everyone hated it in the communities. And they were like, no, we want the classic editor. We want the classic editor. And Ben saw that future where WordPress was going to be block-based and said, guys, come on. Block editing can be so much better than the classic editor, especially if we just give it some more controls. And so Cadence Blocks was basically invented to extend the block editor. And that the, that vision is continued through with block themes. So clearly Cadence is like on that trajectory already. So I just think yeah. it's so important. Pay attention to blocks. Pay attention to the block editor and block themes. And Cadence is the theme if you're if you're caring about any of that. Um, quickly, here's the, the editing in the, the mobile version. Uh, you don't have to set a mobile any settings, but we set defaults. And when you build desktop content, it uses those defaults and like will make it pretty decent. Like With our theme, anything you create, any box you add to the desktop version are going to look fine, probably perfect on mobile. Um, but you can always override that by going over here, clicking on the phone icon. Their preview isn't always perfect. I always like to use Chrome and then use the inspect tool and then set that to preview a web or a mobile device or just pull up your site on your phone and preview there. Uh, but yeah, it's much better than show it where you have to like completely build new content for, for mobile. Right. Your content uh, should adapt. That's yeah, the whole exactly. point of responsiveness. It's not and so building a different version and having it switch is not really true responsiveness. In, yep. In my we, we took a lot, a, a lot of time to make the defaults in this make everything work for both desktop and mobile when you add new blocks and content. So yeah, that is probably in my opinion, the most frustrating thing about WordPress right now is just this default um, editing of mobile. And even with cadence, there's, there's been some little buggy things about padding yeah. and margins. If you don't like specifically set them on mobile. So just know that if you look at that little top right icon that has a uh, desktop, you can click that and it switches it to mobile. Um, and yeah, that's the way that you'll switch to different views. The way that it looks in this preview might not be 100% what you're going to get whenever you're looking at it on, um, you know, an actual phone. So make sure that you're testing. You can use Chrome to 
um, simulate uh, mobile and just kind of have that open in another tab if you're editing on on your desktop. Um, but it is it's pretty okay. It's <laughs> they have yeah. made improvements to it, like some of the bugs and stuff have been worked out, and I think that it will continue to get better and better. Again, full site editing will improve some of WordPress's general mobile editing experience. Um, so it's not that this will never be a little, there will never be better. Um, but right now I would say the experience of editing your mobile version on show, it does feel a little bit better. Sometimes I, I don't like having to rebuild it or drag things to be completely different. I want them to at least give me some pretty decent, um, default. I guess show it does do some default responsive option, doesn't it? Or does it? I don't know. I, can't I think it remember. takes the element and le leaves it, just, it on the canvas, but there's a lot of like overlapping and stuff. That's like all that. it does. It's not like resized even. <laughs> that's one it's thing like, I did like about um, the flex editor and flow themes is that yeah. I do remember specifically, I had quite a few conversations with Ross. And he was just like talking about how much time and effort they put into making sure that there was at least some responsive default. Um, and so uh, that's what you will get that with, with cadence. And then there are ways to tweak most things specifically for mobile. It'll highlight it with a blue um, mm -hmm. icon that's showing you that you're editing the mobile settings, things like that. Yeah. All right, we've gone for like an hour and a half. Uh, any other questions before we sign off? We're gonna be here in the group to answer questions. You can definitely keep coming back to fill your photos for our insights. Um, you know, we've got lots of pros that work with WordPress. Um, yeah. You know, do your own research. I, again, there's a lot of information being shared, even in our group, that I would say is, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Like people are certainly, you should listen to people's opinions and experiences. There are things to be learned there, um, and you can take that as part of your data that you're gathering. But um, just make sure that you are knowing which questions you should be asking. Pay attention to. Um, <laughs> thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Melissa. Um, you know, make sure that you're, you're looking at the kinds of things that we're posting and asking, you know, how does this compare? Give us all those kinds of questions. We'll try to chime in as much as possible. Again, if you want more handholding, if you know that you're going to be building on WordPress and you want to be part of a community where you can ask direct questions one-on-one, -on -one, get on a video call included, you don't have to pay for extra calls or anything like that join our membership. I think that is a good place to be for anyone who is jumping into this world of WordPress right now. It's something that is very, very prominent on Dylan's mind with Sightsee and Caldera, something very prominent on my mind. I'm trying to do a deep dive on block themes, build my own custom block theme, um, learn everything that I can about all of that. Both of us use Cadence extensively. Both of us have used Flow Themes, Pronto, um, you know, pretty much show it like any of the element or Divi, like we've used all of these things and know how they compare and know how to answer some of these questions. If you, if you would like that, um, membership is at just go to feelyourphotoscom slash membership. I think, yep. um, if you just go to feelyourphotoscom and look at the menu, it will have membership in there. And, uh, it's an annual, Thing. it's uh and there's like a the first year you're paying a little bit more because you're basically getting access to our course um our seo course that we have been selling for years is there included in that and the office hours is kind of a somewhat new we've been doing it since i think april um we were doing monthly and then went to uh weekly and now we're doing 
each of us are doing one per week for right now and testing that out. And so far, I'm really liking that like cadence yeah. of people being able to you know, have a question for Dylan. Well, go on Thursday and jump on his call or you have a question for me. Just go on Tuesday and jump on my call. Um, and <laughs> this is I'm sorry. I can't True. see who it is making that comment. Uh, Laura Graham. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it is going to be interesting to, uh, you know, I you can't blame them too much. There's different people who probably want to help more, but they are limited by the decisions of a corporate entity that is really saying, guys, this is the decision. This is what we're going with. You have to do it this way. So unfortunately, that is part of acquisitions sometimes. And we can uh, let's try not to hold it personally against the people at Flow Themes. I really do believe that they have for a very long time served the photography market, that they have tried to build the best product possible for WordPress. They've listened to feedback from photographers to to try to build that solution that people have been asking for. Even when people like me or Dylan have said, no, don't do drag and drop. They're like, but photographers are asking us for it and they still want to be on WordPress. Yeah. Why should we should give them that solution? And it was great that they moved in that direction to have that hole in the market filled. Again, I said earlier, I don't believe that hole should be filled. I, if there's a new drag and drop builder that comes onto the market, I'm not going to recommend that people use it because of my belief in blocks. But I think that Flow Themes was doing a great thing. Uh, and I think they really believed in it and wanted it to continue. Um, Pixie Set has decided that's not our business. Our business yeah. is, you know, keep things simple. We want everything to be an all-in-one platform. Their website builder has been getting better. Um, they did, I will say, there was a major, major, major problem for SEO where you, you know, the, whole, the homepage title couldn't even be set separately from your site name, which got appended to every page. And I contacted them and they did end up making a fix that um, solved that problem. So I wouldn't say that Pixie Set will never get better for SEO or that they don't care about their customers or anything like that. But clearly WordPress is not a part of their business plan and they just don't. Um, that's just, they had to make a decision to cut it because they couldn't continue to develop it as it needed to be developed for the future of WordPress. That's okay. We've got some other options and I'm glad that we can be a part of helping people find those options. Again, let us know if there's any other questions that you have. Uh, post in our group anytime. Join our membership if you want more one-on-one. -on -one. If you're in our membership already and you haven't already checked out office hours, just come hang out. Some people just come onto the office hours calls to just listen, maybe chime in in the comments. Some people um, unmute and get on the camera and ask questions. Some people screen share. Like All of that's there. We would love to have you. Yep. And with that, Dylan, any closing? Anything else? Not really. I'll be in the office hours tomorrow afternoon. I hope to see many of you there. Uh, but yeah, I think much like Corey, don't, don't fret too much today. I think you have time to make a decision on where to go from here. Um, don't make an emotional decision and just like delete your site or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have time. Uh, we're always happy to help and offer as much guidance and, and help throughout that process. So sweet. All right, guys. Well, we're going to sign off for today and we'll see. This podcast is brought to you by our very own SEO course. SEO can be difficult to learn and implement on your own and troublesome to hire out. To fix this, we've created a course that walks you through the steps to optimize your own site from start to finish. Visit fuelyourphotos.com to learn more.